of pub quizzes with it. I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for September 8th. And of course, today is universally known as the day that Star Trek premiered on NBC. But is it the first day that Star Trek actually wound up in front of an audience outside of an NBC or Desilu boardroom? Time to rewind and find out. It was Labor Day in Cleveland, Ohio, in the Sheraton Cleveland Hotel attached to the iconic Terminal Tower. 850 science fiction fans were winding down the 24th annual World Science Fiction Convention, also known as Worldcon. The week had already seen its fair share of memorable and amusing moments. There had been panels featuring Hal Clement, Roger Zelaney, James Blish, Jake L. Chalker, and even Ed Wood. There was the first of many mock insult sessions between Harlan Ellison and Isaac Asimov. A competing convention of veterans sent bagpipers through the hotel's hallways, prompting what may have been the first and only time when Worldcon fans complained to the management about noise. Frank Herbert's Dune tied for the Hugo for Best Novel with Roger Zelanzi's And Call Me Conrad. Isaac Asimov, who was presenting the Hugos, was completely surprised when Harlan Ellison stole the microphone from him for the last award, a Hugo for Best All-Time Series, in order to present it to Asimov for his Foundation novels. The film Fantastic Voyage had premiered at a theater just down the street earlier in the weekend. Isaac Asimov, who had written the film's novelization, apologized to the audience for its many scientific flaws. The pilot episode of the Irwin Allen series Time Tunnel premiered to boos and sneers, so it may have been with some small degree of trepidation that Gene Roddenberry walked on stage to a packed auditorium to present the world its first glimpse of his lofty vision of a better future. Gene had brought the official Star Trek pilot, the final print of Where No Man Has Gone Before, due to air in just three days on NBC. Harlan Ellison's attempt to show the pilot at Westercon in San Diego over the 4th of July weekend ran into technical difficulties. As he was about to begin, a loud individual in the back distracted him. Gene called out to him and said, For Pete's sake, could you be quiet? My show is on now. He would soon find out that he had just shushed Isaac Asimov. He said a few preliminaries and then started the projector. There was nothing to do but wait. Gene was not exactly brimming with confidence on that day. The studio was still very unsure if the show was going to be a network success. The audience had just torn another upcoming TV show to shreds, and he had just inadvertently insulted one of the biggest names in science fiction. He waited as the end credits ran, not quite sure what to expect. And then it happened. Where No Man Has Gone Before wasn't just a hit. The Worldcon audience gave it and Gene a standing ovation. They filled the room with what must have been an incredibly satisfying vindication of Gene's long, uneasy path to making his dream into a reality. And they wanted more. Luckily, Gene had more. 
He had also managed to bring along a black-and-white work print of The Cage, the original pilot that NBC had rejected for having too much thought and not enough action. And the Worldcon audience loved that one, too. Gene stood and answered questions for as long as he could. There was other programming, and he had definitely gone over his time. But nobody in the room seemed to mind at all. They just wanted to know more about the show they had just watched, and Gene was only too happy to tell them all about it. And so it began. Three days later, NBC aired the first broadcast episode, The Man Trap, and the rest of the world came face-to-face with Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and the iconic starship Enterprise. But for those lucky enough to be at the 24th Worldcon, they got to bear witness to history. In a weekend full of amazing moments and science fiction legends, a new legend had begun. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for September 8th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.